This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Dynasty Podcast, closing out our night at Virgin Hotel. Our final guest of the night, our third guest and. Thank you so much. I always say this at the end of the night. Like, <laughs> thanks for being so patient and waiting to do the final interview. Uh, no I'm sitting problem. here with Elton Ora. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. So good. we were just talking a minute ago before the mic was on that we were connected through a mutual friend, partner, acquaintance, collaborator, mm-hmm. uh, PJ Gordon. Yeah. And PJ is he's somebody who's doing really cool work in the city. He collaborates with Fixture Drive. He's like a contributor there. And I think he's really starting to build out his portfolio elsewhere as well. And I was talking to him the other day and I was like, Hey man, like, you know, I got two great guests for this Sunday. I need a third. Like I, like who would be like a really great third guest to get on? And he recommended you. So I'm glad that we were able to, uh, to make that happen. Shout out PJ. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I got your guy. His music's really good, which it is really good. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, shout out PJ for making that connection happen. That's what's up. Yeah. So, let's start at the beginning. Like, you know, you're a musician. People can find your music, soundcloud.com slash Elton Aura. Yeah. E-L-T-O-N Aura, A-R-U-A. A-U-R-A. Yeah. So, all one word, Elton Aura. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but how did music start for you? When did that come into your life? Um, I was really young. Um, I remember going to, like, California. And um, my parents took me to, like, my grandparents' house or whatever, and I saw the movie uh, The Temptations. Yeah. And, like, it, like, changed my life. I was, like, seven or eight years old. Wait, is then, that, like, a super long miniseries? Or am I thinking It is. Else? That version was shorter. It was, okay. on, it was on VHS. It was a little shorter. When they play it on uh, VH1, they play the longer version. It's like I'm remembering it right, though, yeah. right? It's like, it's like installments. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Because yeah. I had a college class when I was... A young man, I went to Columbia College way before I, I teach there now, but like when I was a student there, yeah. we had a music business class, and that was like four weeks or six weeks of mm-hmm. curriculum was just watching The Temptations every week. Really? And I was like, how long is this movie? <laughs> it's pretty long, because it goes through like their whole life. It's the um, whole thing. It's like the it, whole ends, thing. it ends with them dying, right? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, Spoiler for this old movie. It's an old movie. But like, it really does, it goes through the whole cycle yeah, of that group. Definitely, definitely. So you see the, like the condensed... VHS version of The Temptations. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, like, kind of fell in love with the whole culture of making music and touring and, like, all of that, you know? And so I started to, like, perform at every, like, family event that we had. I would, like, start singing or dancing. Like, they can always count on me to do something like that. You were that kid. I was that kid. I was definitely that kid. (laughs) Um, So in high school, like, I started really, like, getting more into it in high school. Uh, me and my homie uh, Nehemiah, we were in like this little group uh, called Fundamental and Basic. That was the name <laughs> of the group because we played basketball and we just like was right. like man, let's keep it easy. You know what I'm saying? Like the fundamentals, fundamentals, the basics to yeah. it. You know, and so that's what we did. And we started recording with like uh, this like big bro- big brother figure to us. Uh, mm-hmm. His name was Drew. Um, he used to like pick us up from the burbs and like bring us to his house in the city. And, like, he would be like, okay, let's write a song. Like, write a song about this. Or, you know what I'm saying? And he had Logic or GarageBand. 
and we would record. Like, didn't really know what we were doing, but like, started to really learn, you know, how to conceptualize songs and write songs and do stuff like that. So, but that's so cool, though. Yeah. That like, at a young age, you had access to like GarageBand and like recording stuff like that because yeah, that really breaks down a lot of the barriers. Definitely. You definitely. Can just get going. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So you you're in fundamentals and basics, and you're just kind of getting your feet wet and learning the fundamentals? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, Nehemiah, he, he was a singer. He's like, he's a strong singer. He makes music now, too, that uh, we we still work on stuff a lot. Um, but he was like a really strong singer, and I was singing in the band, too, you know what I'm saying? But like I was like, man, I got to do something else, too, you you know what I'm saying? Like I got to like switch it up. Like I started rapping like after that, um, and I feel like it was like a good balance um, with like how we worked when we made music so it was tight and and even now like you definitely like you've kind of got kind of both worlds where you are singing and you are rapping yeah on your music yeah and you're not like you're not really constrained to kind of one genre no not at all so like what what prompted that where you were like was it just a desire to just be really diverse and just kind of not be pigeonholed into one thing well to be honest like he was such a strong singer. I was like, man, like I got to do something else, like <laughs> to hold my own. Like I really felt like that. Like, yeah, like I, I'm I not gonna that. be the singing guy if he's here. He's he was killing it. Like right. and so it like made me be like, okay, I gotta like get better. You know what I'm saying? And like if I like I wanted to start it, start rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew I could write, so I was just like I could rap too. And I started like kind of doing both. Um, and now it's like it's more natural. It's just easy. It, yeah, it's so easy. So when, when do you get to Chicago? Okay. Chicago came after, like, high school. Okay. Because after high school, I started a band started, uh, called The Art of Cool. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a mixture of, like, it was, like, a big genre bending, like, mixture of music. It, it sounds it had, like, like something that would be, like, inspired by, like, Andre 3000. It was. It was. A lot of it Just was. Just the name. Yeah. The article. Yeah. Right. It was definitely <laughs> a cool little thing I um, I was in. But I don't know if you guys know Felix. Like, he's been killing it in the city lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Davis also. We um we started that group. Like, I asked Blake. I'm like, yeah, do you know anybody that can play, like, bass? We had somebody to play keys. We had somebody to play drums. We like, we need, like, a bass. And he was like, yeah, my cousin, like, plays bass, sings, like, plays keys and we like I was like okay like call him up yeah. like we hit it off like me and Felix like hit it off um we used to like make shit like every day like just keep cooking like in like the basement of our homie's crib so you've been doing this like for the better part of your life where you're like creating yeah. something or performing in some way definitely so this is just ingrained in the DNA at this point this is who you are yeah yeah, yeah. I couldn't really shake it um cause nobody in my family really is a musician or into music like that um, Interesting, because usually you hear the opposite. Yeah. A lot of times, like, when I ask this question to begin, we're like, how did this start for you? A lot of times it's like, well, my dad was always playing soul records, and my mom was a piano right. teacher. Like, yeah. there's something like that, and yeah. for you, it was it just they, they happened to just put on the right VHS. Yeah. But they got to put on, like, Lion King. I mean, Lion King was definitely, no, that, that was definitely my movie. I right. had, like, the Lion King sheets. <laughs> I had everything. I used to climb on the couch. I thought I was Simba. I used to do the whole nine. <laughs> Um, but Temptations just touched me in a different way. It was sure. like, it just really hit me. But my parents, um, I was also singing in church too. Right. So I started like doing that. They put me in that. And so I would do that. Um, so that would help with like my vocals. And so that's why I wanted to sing first. And then the rapping just came after that. Well, and I think the church thing, that definitely, that's got to help. Yeah. yeah. Like 
Because then it's like you've got an, a built-in audience. Yeah, exactly. In a venue that people take really seriously. Yeah. It's not like some drunk open mic. It's like... Nah, nah, nah. Like... People it, take their church very seriously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's taught to kind of like take you somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So it's like that's kind of your job as the singer or the team that's up there singing like to really like change the atmosphere and have people, you know, go somewhere. Yeah. So... So, okay, so you, you're doing that, and then you get to Chicago after high school? Yeah, after uh, high school, the band, The Art of Cool, we were, like, we started doing some stuff for, like, gaining a little traction, at least, like, from the burbs. Right. And so we were, like, we started performing more in the city. We played at Reggie's, like, a few times, like, three times. We did, like, a battle of the bands, ended up winning that. Um, so we did that, and then we started playing. We played at House of Blues. Um, we played at the Metro. Um, Those are like significant venues. Yeah, yeah. So we just decided, like, man, like, we need to move out here. Like, we need to be in the city. Like, that's where it is. And that was around, like, 2015, 2014. Right. Um, so we moved to, like, Hyde Park, like a few of us. And we Hyde started. Hyde Park's got a cool scene. Yeah, definitely. It was good to, to be there. Um, we were, like, going to Harold Washington. We just moved everything here from yeah. the burbs. Because it was, like, it was kind of dry in the burbs. There's no outlet, really, to... Do what well, you want to like do. Not like in the city, right? Not now. like in the city. Chicago, right? Now, I mean, blah blah blah. Chicago Renaissance, like we yeah. all know that. But I mean, it's true. Like there's so much more happening here right now. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. we knew that. We felt that. So we just came. And Hyde Park, it's like that's a cool. Yeah. It's got like I always feel like a really cool energy. Definitely. And it was kind of before Fifty Third became what it is. So it was like like all the shopping. Yeah, all the now. shopping, like all the yeah. shops that are there. It was like really new. So they were like still doing the construction over there. So things were changing, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like how it is now. But I know it's it's a weird thing. A friend of mine, um, so I have a couple of friends who own comic stores and, and one of the comic stores, First Aid Comics, Sorry. opened in Hyde Park. I'm sure yeah, you yeah, maybe yeah. went there. Yeah. And so when First Aid Comics first hit Hyde Park and I want to say maybe like the early two thousand tens, I was going there. And Hyde Park was kind of still, I think, at the very end of old Hyde Park. Yeah. And I thought, this is a cool neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And then, like, every once in a while, I'd dip down there. And it's I'd be like, wait, shop. what? It's all, like, Starbucks and Chipotle Exactly. Now? Yeah, definitely. It's weird. Like, it it feels like Schomburg it, <laughs> a little bit. No, I feel you. It's definitely like that. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, you come to the city, and, like, did that really help open the door for things? Yeah. Um, well, we ended up like not really paying rent like that, so we had to move back to the to the suburbs for like uh, a year. Um, but I feel like that like really put a hunger in me, like a change in like my work ethic and everything. Like to be like, okay, next time I go to the city, like I'm staying out there. Like, like I just got like a little bit more responsible and like just got on my shit. And so um, when I went back out there the second time, I was living with my brother. And I was just like, we started like meeting a lot of more people like that were kind of in the scene. Um, we met like Brian Sanborn, that's in Woo Park. He was in Woo Park. Uh, he plays guitar. Great friend of mine, Luke mm -hmm. uh, Titus. Also, I've been making like some hot shit with him lately. Um, so things have been like really good. We met them. We did. A, I don't know if you know, it was a Jay Dilla tribute show. Um, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, it was, like, last year, like, last mm -hmm. January, right. February. Um, and they all just came to our crib, and we rehearsed there at, at like, my new crib, me, Felix, and uh, my engineer, Jasper. We, 
we just rehearsed at our crib and I met everybody. Like all of our friend group now, like Akenya was there, like Luna Day, uh, Ralph Jean plays drums, he does silent party music. Like we just met all of these people, you know? It's that um, community. I mean, we were yeah. just talking about that a second ago with, with Nico Saridge. Like it's that, it's that community in Chicago. And if like, Definitely. and if you can tap into that and you have something to contribute, which obviously you certainly do. Like, <laughs> but if, if people see that like, hey, this person has something really cool going on. Like people yeah. want to collaborate. Yeah. I mean, did you, did you feel like that where it's like, there's that collaborative nature we're happening right now? Immediately. Yeah. Um, as soon as we met all these people, like, like my world kind of changed. Like I was working with like only like two people at that point, you know what I'm saying? Like my only collaborators and then everything so that had opened to open up the whole world. For oh, you. it did. It did. And everybody's so talented that we all just kind of like, our friends who just push each other, like, every time we hear somebody else's music or whatever, it makes you want to make something better. Like, so I love, like, my friends that I'm cool with right now because it's, like, it's a give-and-take relationship always. And, the, and then the stuff we make together is just, like, fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you also have, outside of your solo work, you have, what, like, one or two other projects? Or yeah. Are those active? Is it uh, MDMC Valley? Yeah, MDMC. Yeah, okay. that was right. me and Felix. We uh, we had like a duo, like so we used to like rap and shit. Is that still active or? I mean, anytime we make some shit, it's you know, it's, so it's like not active. It's just yeah, no. Right. I mean, we're just like doing our like solo thing, but like we make shit all the time together. Another thing that you uh that you were part of that you collaborated with is the Young Chicago Authors thing. Talk yeah. about that. Oh, that was pretty tight. Um. Yeah, somebody just hit me up, uh, Mariah North. She mm-hmm. called me. I didn't really know really who she was or anything like at the time. Um, but she called me and asked me if I wanted to be a part of this program. Um, and she just told me, you know, all the logistics of it. And I was like, knew I was working on like a few projects. Like I'm doing some shit right now that I didn't really know if I had time to do it. But um, I thought about it, and I was like, it can't hurt. You know what I'm saying? No, like, man. Again, it, like, can't it opens hurt. that world. Yeah. And so, like, I'm glad I decided to do it. Um, it was pretty It was a Chicago track. They put uh, me and, like, a few other people in, like, a group. Um, they had, like, somebody to play the role of, like, a publicist, somebody to be the manager, photographer, you know. And so everybody had a role. And then they were, like, artists, you know, a producer, singer, rapper, whoever, uh, instrumentalist. And so there were two groups, and we did that. And I saw, I mean, I saw it when it was posted on Fake Shore Drive, even before I knew I was having you on the podcast. Yeah. But, like, it, I feel like it traveled. Yeah, yeah. It happened pretty quick. Like, it was something we did over, like, two months, mm-hmm. a two-month span. Um, and I'm glad I did it. Uh, yeah, we would just, like, get together, like, once a week. Um, talk about like what we wanted to do. We wanted to make this many songs or whatever. Um, and then outside of that, I would have to get with the other people in my group. Lyric the Misfit, dope artist. Look him up. Lyric uh, the the C is it's not a C. It's a Q. Mm-hmm. So replace that. Um, and also uh, Lee Roundtree. Um, he was the producer of the group. And so yeah, we were together and we like it was cool for me to like work with people that I never worked with before. Um, for sure, definitely. Well, and YCA, man, Young Chicago Authors, like, I don't have to tell you, like, they have really cool stuff going on. Definitely. Like, the level they're operating at right now is just crazy. Yeah. And for me, like, somebody that's kind of like, I'm not, I was born in Chicago, but, like, 
my parents like moved us to the burbs like right. in my childhood. So like I wasn't even up on the entire YCA culture. You know what I'm saying? Like even when they hit me up, I didn't know the extent of like what it was, right. you know, but now I know. And like I'm definitely honored to have been like a part of that for sure. No, they have so much going on. Absolutely. So for you right now, something that's on deck in the very near future, September 3rd at Emporium, you're part of a bill, right? Yes. Um, are you headlining that or? I'm headlining that show. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, it's dope. You're, you're very like you're very humble about it. You're like I'm, <laughs> I'm headlining that, but that's like that's like the big headline, man. Like you yeah. are headlining the show at Emporium, uh, September 3rd. What night is that? Uh, I think that's a Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. That's yeah. next Sunday, right? Next Sunday. It's a week from today. Yeah. yeah. So you're headlining this show on September 3rd at Emporium. Have you played there before? I've played there a couple times before, yeah. Okay. I just had a show there in July. No, no, it was August 3rd. Okay. I had a show there uh, with so Silent Party. So literally a month prior. A month, yeah, a month ago. Yeah. Um, It was me, Luke, Titus. Uh, and then Silent Party got up and they did their thing. They're a dope band. Um, I'm sure you guys know them. They're No Names Band. They're okay, Smino's yeah, yeah, yeah. Band. Uh, Legit's Band. They're everybody's band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we did, like, a show with them, like, a month ago. What's the reception like at the shows that you've been doing? The reception's usually good. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of, like, um, time to prepare with, like, performing live because I've been like doing it. Life. Yeah, I've been doing it. Uh, especially like with the band The Art of Cool. Like that's what right. we did the most was play shows, like live shows, live band. So like I kind of been doing that for a while. So I love just like changing up the set or like, you know, finding different ways to like arrange things and like, you know, play with dope people that can make the music sound right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's all it's usually good. You know, I, I keep wanting to push it though. For sure. What do you mean by push it? Like, just switch up, like, you know, my last show I played with no, like, harmonic instrument, really. Mm -hmm. I played with a trumpet, three background singers, a bass, guitar, and drums. And we played with, like, the backing track in there. And so the trumpet player used a pedal, a pedal board, so he could, like, play harmonies. That's cool. Yeah, and, like, the singers were, like, producing harmony as well. So it was a different feel than what I usually do with, like, a guitar or, like, a keyboard. But I like to keep, like, switching it up like that and seeing what we can do. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like being adaptive is a really big part of basically your entire musical journey. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, The show is, uh, yeah, a week from tonight. I mean, people will hear this before the show, so saying a week from tonight doesn't mean anything. But, like, the show is Sunday, September 3rd at Emporium. Uh, what else is on deck for you before the end of 2017 or even looking at 2018? Um, so, well, before, I want to just talk about that show on the 3rd. Yeah. You really want to come to that show. If you have not seen me before, even if you have seen me before, um, it's going to be pretty special. I'm going to do some different things. Um, so if you're not there, you probably won't get you're it. You're missing out. You're going to miss something. Yeah. Um, so make sure you come September 3rd to Emporium. Um, but as far as everything else, uh, I'm working on some things. I'm working on some projects, uh, so it's true some real. bodies of work. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm trying to put together. All yeah. right. <laughs> I can't be too, I'm trying not to sure. get too far into it. but everything. Yeah. As you have, same thing I've said to everyone tonight and I always mean it, like, as you have new things going on, man, like, let's keep in touch. 
let's bring you back on to you know talk about the next chapter of yeah. what you're doing, man. But I'm really glad we got to start the conversation tonight. Definitely. Uh, Elton Aura, people can find your work on SoundCloud, Elton Aura, just E-L-T-O-N-A-U-R-A. Absolutely. Uh, Twitter, MC, is it two underscores? It's one. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. MC <laughs> underscore L. Yeah. Um, they can find you or they can just look up Elton Aura. Yeah, let's just look up Elton Aura. It should yeah. be the same on everything and Instagram too, Elton Aura. Yeah, man. Uh, I dig it. The music sounds killer. It, it is. It's really diverse. It's very, like, expansive. Thank you. And, yeah. like, I mean, I'm not surprised hearing your story that, like, you have all this experience and you've done all this different type of work. So I'm not surprised that that's the end result of it, man. But thank you so much for coming up here tonight. Thank I you. I appreciate it. that. Absolutely. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.